This episode marks two milestones for this podcast. The first is we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of our first episode. The second is we are celebrating the benchmark of reaching over 5,000 downloads. But even if this is your first time joining us, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. D.V. Tressenberg is a 22-year-old software engineer. She recently graduated from the University of Michigan and now works for a company that creates apps for your smartphone. She also has millions of followers online. You see, while she was in college, she decided to take flying lessons and began shooting videos of her flying adventures. One of the elements that has captured people's attention is that she focuses on the personal experience of flying a small plane, including all of the radio calls that she makes. She contacts the tower to get permission to begin moving her airplane, and she lets her followers listen in. She uses the radio to get clearance to the active runway, to get permission to take off, and to tell the air traffic controllers what direction and altitude she will be flying. As she flies from one area to the next, she checks in with them to make sure that they know who she is and that she is flying through their area of responsibility. She works with the controllers to help keep everyone safe, including herself. Two types of comments are common from the people that follow her videos. They often comment on the amount of radio exchanges she has. The other is that people have come to realize that they could learn to fly too. Stevie has had such an impact on expanding the interest of flying that the head of the Federal Aviation Administration wanted to interview her. We have been talking about the pivotal message given by Jesus, the Mountain Sermon. This has been described as the heartbeat of the teaching of Jesus. He introduced the message with a declaration of blessings, and each of those is a challenge in and of themselves. He says the blessings of God are for those that will put their pride aside, who honestly face who they are and what they have done. He challenges his listeners to set aside excuses and rationalizations of their actions and take up the ideas and objectives of God as their guiding principle. He urges them to seek first the righteousness of God and a devoted association with God. But as Jesus begins to close this message, he issues this very clear challenge. He says, enter by the narrow gate. This is an exclusive statement, but it is not the first. He said at the beginning of the sermon that the benchmarks set by the religious leaders of the day were not going to work for his people or his kingdom. He had included warnings such as the word beware of not just evil actions, but evil motives. But never in this message does he make this exclusive idea as clear as he does here at the end of the lesson. But are such statements out of place? Let's go back for a minute to Stevie flying her plane. Her followers watch as she asks the control tower if she can move, or taxi, her plane to the runway. The ground controller in the tower has the responsibility to keep the planes on the ground from running into each other or something else. Stevie listens as the controller tells her which way to go. 
She acknowledges the instructions and then carries them out just like she was told. Jesus says, if you want to enter his kingdom, this is the direction to go. Listen as he describes how important this is. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. But the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. When we think of shipwrecks, we often think of large ships on the ocean. But the Great Lakes can be as treacherous and as deadly as the ocean. One place where great care is needed is on Lake Erie and getting into the harbor at Cleveland, Ohio. The passage is small, and there are rocks all around. Situated on both sides of the harbor entrance are lights to help clearly mark the safe passage. Sadly, many ships have not followed the markers and have been lost on the rocks when they missed the mouth of the harbor. The word used by Jesus when he says, the way is narrow, is the same one used by sailors to talk about a small shipping channel. Use the harbor entrance at Cleveland to picture what Jesus is saying. The entrance is small and the safe path narrow, but it leads to life. For the ships caught in the fierce storms of Lake Erie, their captains would strain to see the light marking the passage out of the fierce waves and into safety. We are caught in such a storm, but a spiritual one. Jesus pleads with us to look for the lighthouse, showing the passage to safety. He is that light, that safe passage, that salvation. Another exclusive statement he makes at the end of his message addresses the difference between what is said and what is done. Jesus says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. If we break this down, Jesus says that some will make a declaration, say the words, that he is Lord, a word meaning ruler or sovereign but at the same time ignore what he has told them to do and to be. Jesus says they will not be included in the blessings of God. They will not share in the relationship and the bond that makes them a part of God's people. Think back to where Stevie was learning to fly. In her videos, you can see her doing what is called a pre-flight. She checks the gas, the oil, the tires, the propeller, the wings, and every other element that is important for the actual operation of the plane. But she had to be taught to do that, and she had to learn that these checks need to be done every time without fail. If you asked her, is all of that really necessary? She would say, yes, they are absolutely necessary. The reason is, is that her goal is to operate her plane in the safest manner possible. She is just as meticulous about her checklists. Even though she has done the pre-flight check a hundred times, she goes through each item, puts her hand on the switcher knob, verifies it is in the correct position before moving on to the next item. By knowing what to do and being committed to doing it well, she protects her life and the lives of those that fly with her. Think about the life that is in our hands. It is our own. 
Jesus spoke of those that would choose the wide gate and the path he said would lead to destruction. That wide open gate is the direction of shaking our fist at God and declaring, we will choose our own path and not follow the will of the Father. Like rewriting the flight manual, it will lead to disaster. The third exclusive statement Jesus makes is a parallel story. If we build a house, what will the foundation be like? To build it on a rock is to secure against the storms that come. The wind and rain will beat against the house, but it will keep those inside safe and secure. But if the house has no solid foundation, it is built on sand. The storms that come will cause the house to collapse on those who are inside. But what is the determining factor of what is rock and what is sand? Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and burst against that house, and yet it did not fall, for it had been founded upon the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act upon them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and burst against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Can there be any greater expression of free will than the statement made by Jesus? He says you can choose. Will the words of his message be the guidepost to your life is a choice that is completely up to you. Each listener can make that choice, no matter who they are. That is freedom. But he also says that that choice has consequences. Someone can choose to jump off a high diving board. It is their choice. However, whether they go up or down is the consequence of that choice. And down is the result. The house that stands is the house built on the words of Jesus, and all others will fall. So let's review. The first exclusive statement is made about the narrow gate that leads to life. It will be a deliberate choice, an earnest effort to find and follow God's path. The second statement speaks of honesty and authority, that the declaration of the name of Jesus means nothing without the willingness to listen. The third statement speaks to putting all of what Jesus has said into action. Each offers a glimpse of failure or the result of rebellion, and it is not a pretty sight. But it also offers to those willing to listen, willing to learn, willing to obey, the opportunity to be a part of the people of God. Jesus looks at his audience and asks them for humility and an open heart in exchange for the blessings of God but it must be a real humility and a genuine open heart for the message to change their lives. It is a message of hope for those in need and looking for hope. There is much more within this mountain sermon that we did not cover, and we will try to return to those points in other episodes. But know this. Stevie Tressenberg changed the course of her life when she decided to learn to fly. It was not a casual or careless decision. She approached flying with a determination to learning to do it right and to practice doing it right. 
Should we put less than that amount of effort and focus into learning about the message of Jesus? We can choose to do things our own way, or we can learn to soar. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.